few years back i there was a story in the news about a police officer in in bangkok thailand so it happened that a man carrying and waving a knife stepped into the um the the police station and instead of wrestling and knocking the man down this um sergeant at the at the um at the station decided to talk it out with him he decided to have a dialogue with this person and when the person was disarmed he went and gave him a big hug later on when the reporters asked like what happened what happened in the conversation um he said that during the conversation in their exchange um the man came across as being stressed his employer had cheated him of his salary and somebody had stolen his guitar and so so he walked in and in in the conversation the cop obviously was saying hey you know what this can be solved i'm going to buy you a new guitar don't worry about it um and anyway so so this kind of video this video was captured like you know probably a minute or so but it kind of went viral um on 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 um on social media there were and and the reason it went viral was this act of mercy you know that we don't usually see you know what we expect from a cop is to knock the other person down and you know um and, and here it was this 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 man um you know cop um showing this act of mercy now uh, towards this um this man and um and in that sense um mercy is something that comes across in today's first reading we hear in the reading it says but you have mercy on all because you can do all things and you overlook people's sins that they may repent god you know he is merciful right he is he is he is a um, a father who's always out um to let's say give us that hug like this officer gave to this um this man who was for sure you know had committed let's say a crime you know walking in um that way and, and pointing a weapon out so so through mercy through this vehicle of mercy god's love comes um into our lives you know in moments of pain uh through mercy comes compassion and and faithfulness it meets tragedy and difficulties um that 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 we may be going through um and in many ways we are all in need of mercy and we can be merciful with those around us as we all know we are not perfect we will disappoint we will sin we will break the law um in 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 the case of that gentleman um and and we are all in need of mercy and our gospel today ends with this beautiful you know message of hope for the son of man has come to seek and to save what was lost
we can say that this man who walked into that police station was last, right? He was last. You and I are also last. Spiritually, we are last. We are separated from God. There's another example in today's gospel about a person who was last, and that is Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a publican. He was a tax collector. Uh, he was rich. In the Jewish context, he was among the sinners because he had um, worked with the Romans um, and went against his own people, you know, trying to extort money more than required. And so he was looked down upon by everybody. He was an outcast of every tax collector. Even though they were rich, they had a lot of money, they were outcasts. And so Zacchaeus pretty much was living for himself. It says, um, you know, in today's um, gospel, Zacchaeus was shot in stature. So he was a shot man. You know, they all, everybody makes in the gospel, like, you know, Zacchaeus, a little guy, you know, he was a shot guy. But maybe it means something else. It means that he was small in character. Right? And, he, and it says that he, he lived in Jericho. Uh, again, if you look at geographically, Jericho was down. So as you're coming from Galilee to Jerusalem, um, you know, obviously Jesus passing through Jericho, but Jericho is one of the lowest towns, so, or lowest place on earth. So all of this is referring to somebody who was lost, um, spiritually lost, and Jesus is passing through. Obviously, Zacchaeus heard about Jesus, about this great prophet, um, small that he is, he decides to see him, you know, in the crowd. And obviously, being small, there are obstacles he cannot see, right? Um, we also face obstacles as we try to approach Christ, as we try to get closer to Christ, as we, as we work on our relationship with Christ, as we work on our spiritual life, on our prayer life. We face a lot of obstacles. What are some of the obstacles that we face in our own lives? Pride, you know, all about us, selfishness, we are the best, we know everything, right? We've had great examples in, in, the, in the previous Sunday's great parables about this, this person, um, you know, publican, praying, you know, being right in front and saying, I'm not like this tax, you know, like this tax collector, you know, um, you know, I don't do all of this. I fast, I do all of these things. I go to Sunday mass, I do, you pray the rosary and everything else. Um, but, um, but pride can prevent us from getting close to Christ. It can be an obstacle in our lives. What about idolatry? Right? Um, even in the Old Testament, you know, they made a golden calf and started worshiping. What do we make idols of in our own lives? You know, one of the simple things is one of the small little devices, cell phones, right? And, and sometimes I'm, I'm so surprised. For younger kids, you just give it to them and they are glued on it, whether it's a tablet, it's a phone, and you try to take it away from them, you're going to get the worst look possible, right? It's like, they are like glued on to that device, right? So, um, and again, adults, teens, not far away, you know? So what else do we make idols of money? You go after money, you know, it can become an idol in our lives. Career can become an idol, like at any cost, I'm, you know, willing to do whatever it takes. 
And what about this worldliness? I mean, worldliness can become also an obstacle. You know, we live in a culture, you know, we live in a world that is very different, that is separated from God, like God is not in the public square. I mean, sometimes it's, it's difficult to bring a, convers in a conversation, you know, about God because it may offend somebody, um, you know, and this kind of worldliness where, you know, it's all about money, you know, career, the car, the house, you know. What does the scripture say? You know, um, it says um, you can gain the whole world, but lose your soul. Your soul is the most important thing, end of the day. It's not the money that you make. It's not the wealth. It's not the status that you have in, in society, but it's your soul. Are you going to lose your soul in this process? And also about self-righteousness, you know, we could also be very righteous. I do all of these things, you know, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm, you know, I can kind of tell myself, even though I'm going the wrong way, I say, hey, you know what, I'm doing the best, I'm, you know, I somehow I'm able to convince myself that I'm on the right path. Um, this kind of self-righteousness, that I'm doing the right thing. Um, but Zacchaeus overcomes that obstacle, he decides to climb the tree. What a great decision he makes right to look at Jesus and what does Jesus do Jesus looks at him why does Jesus look at him of the many people because Jesus is is drawn to those who are lost so if you consider yourself being lost Jesus wants he's drawn to you right that is why he was drawn to Zacchaeus and he calls him by name just imagine what Zacchaeus, I mean, an outcast. I mean, nobody wants to have any kind of relationship with this guy. And Jesus, the great prophet, was walking. So many people come to see him. He calls him by name. You know, it's a personal call. You know, and I'm sure he was startled by all of this. Um, and and we, we see this happening throughout the scriptures. Adam, God called Adam. Adam, where are you? Abraham, God calls Abraham. Jacob. Moses, Joshua, Gideon, Samuel, God is calling Samuel, David, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel. And then you come to the New Testament, Jesus again calling out Simon Peter, James, Andrew. He even called the other tax collector, Matthew. He was, you know, Matthew was collecting taxes. Jesus passes by and said, Matthew, follow me. He left everything, follow. So, so what does Zacchaeus do? He comes down quickly, right? And, and, and what does is, what is Jesus, um, you know, obviously Jesus tells him, come down you know, quickly, and, and Zacchaeus responds. Um, and, and, and this is something beautiful. It says, he received him, which is Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus came down quickly and received him with joy. Do we receive Jesus with joy? You know, Jesus is inviting you and me today, here today. Uh, we're invited to a meal. You know, Jesus said that, hey, I'm, I'm going to come to your house and have a meal. He's inviting us today, just like he invited Zacchaeus, to have a meal with us um, at, in the Eucharist. Right, where, where God is present, body and blood, soul and divinity. Do you receive, will you receive him with joy? Or is your mind somewhere else? Here today, as you're sitting, and, and Jesus is inviting you, maybe you're thinking about the soccer game that's going to happen this evening. 
Maybe you're thinking about what I'm going to eat, you know, this afternoon. You know, maybe you're thinking about other things that are going on in your life. Right? But Zacchaeus was not thinking. He was like focused on Jesus. He received him with joy. You know, as, as we walk up uh, the aisle to come to receive Christ in the Eucharist, um, we cannot be thinking of anything else. Nothing else is more important at this moment. Um, and when I, when, I when, 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 when we say the words, when the priest says, or the minister says, the body of Christ, do we receive him with joy? Do we say that amen with joy? Sometimes I see people are fearful as they hear, I don't know what to say right now. Like, you know, like, guys, this is God himself right in front of your eyes. Joy. And joy means there's something that you have to laugh and smile, but it kind of radiates. It's kind of been... No presence. It's, um, so let us bring that joy as we come up. It's, it's easy. Body, this is the body of Christ. Amen. You're just saying yes. When you say amen, you're saying yes. It's as simple as that. As you receive Christ, we have to receive him. Receive him, not grab him. Sometimes we grab Jesus, right? The Eucharist, we grab him. We receive, not grab. Um, so brothers, as we focus today to come to this meal, as, we, as we're looking at Jesus calling us, he's calling each one of you by name, um, let us go to him, let us run to him, let us um, receive him with joy. Um, you know, every time we encounter the word, the Eucharist, the sacraments, let us receive him with joy because, because he has the answer, the solution to everything. We may have problems in life, um, we may be lost. But Jesus is the solution to everything. So let us go to him. Let us receive him uh, with joy today.